Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I would like to talk to you about how to walk with the Holy Spirit. It's so important to learn how to commune or to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The Lord wants us to live a life filled with the Holy Spirit. This is a command of the Lord. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 17 to 18, the Bible says, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Let us live a life filled with the Holy Spirit, surrendered to the Holy Spirit. Jesus told the disciple in Luke chapter 24, verse 49, I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. You can see that Jesus said clearly that He wants us to wait for the infilling of the Holy Spirit to receive the power to walk victoriously with the Lord. It's so important that we live a life filled with the Holy Spirit, walk with the Holy Spirit all the time. There are so many benefits of living a life filled with the Holy Spirit. This happened in the early church time, in Acts chapter 1, verses 4 to 5 and verse 8. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he, Jesus, gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. You see, when we receive the Holy Spirit, we can be witnesses for Christ and we can lead people to Christ. We have the supernatural power from God. I would like to encourage you to really seek the infilling of the Holy Spirit, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The first time is called in the Bible, baptism with the Holy Spirit. That happened to the early church disciple in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw the, what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. We can see here that the early church disciples obeyed the command of Jesus Christ. They were worshiping and waiting in the upper room and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. If you are a Christian who have never been filled with the Holy Spirit, I would like to encourage you to really ask the Holy Spirit to come on you, fill you. And the sign of being filled with the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. You may go to church and worship God and ask Him to fill you or you worship God at home, you pray at home and ask God to fill you. 
That's what happened to my wife while she was driving a car. The Holy Spirit came on her. She asked the Holy Spirit, and she was speaking in tongue in the car. For me, I was filled with the Holy Spirit when I went to the medical Christian camp. Somebody lay hand on me, and I was filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. But after that, I want to live a life that always filled with the Holy Spirit. That's why I keep going to church, worshiping the Lord, and ask God to fill me everywhere I go. I want to have more and more and more measure of the Holy Spirit. I want to live a life filled with the Holy Spirit according to the Word of God. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5, the Bible says, "Because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power and with the Holy Spirit and with deep conviction, you know." How we live among you for your sake. You can see here that it's so important to witness for Christ and to bring the gospel to the lost soul. And in order to do that, we need to depend on the power of the Holy Spirit. We witness and we share the gospel with the power of the Holy Spirit, and a lot of people will get saved. This is a command for every believer. Every believer should be filled with the Holy Spirit. We can see more miracles, signs, and wonders. We can pray for the sick, and they shall get healed. We can cast out demons, and we can command the wind to stop. We can use the power of God to be His witnesses on this planet Earth, with our words, with our action and lifestyle. Let's see the example in the Bible. After the disciple were filled with the Holy Spirit, what happened? In Acts chapter three, verses two to eight, now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, "Look at us." So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, "Silver or gold, I do not have, but what I have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk." Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then. He went with them into the temple courts, walking, jumping, and praising God. You can see in this scripture that the Holy Spirit gave the tremendous authority and power to Peter and John, and He can do the same thing to us. He gave us tremendous power and authority to those who receive Him. The ministry of the apostle was followed by many signs and wonders, and we can. Also perform signs and wonders. Our prayer for the people will be powerful. We can command sickness to go away. We can lay hand on the sick. We can cast out demons because we are filled with the Holy Spirit. When you walk with the Spirit, with the power of the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, you can walk in the supernatural way. I love that. I want to see this happen to all of you and in your church. In Acts chapter 5 verse 12, the Bible says the apostle performed many miraculous signs and wonders among the people, and all the believers used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. The result in Acts chapter 5 verse 14, 
we can see that many people get saved because they notice and experience the power of the Holy Spirit. The early church apostle and disciple preached the gospel with the power of the Holy Spirit. We should do the same thing today. Thank God for the computer. Thank God for the internet. Thank God for the high technology. But we still need the power of the Holy Spirit in preaching the gospel. Look at the result of the power of the Holy Spirit in the life of the apostle and the disciples. Acts chapter 5 verse 14 say, Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. Your church is going to grow. You're going to see more souls saved because you depend on the voice and the power of the Holy Spirit. When you speak the word of testimony, when you share the gospel, God will anoint your words and people will be convicted and they will repent of their sin and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. The signs that follow the infilling of the Holy Spirit is that speaking in tongue and then followed by signs and wonders, you will be led by the Spirit. What happened in the upper room was not a one-time experience, not a footnote of history. The disciples in the early church continued again and again to be filled with the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 4, verses 7 to 8, they had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them, by what power or by what name did you do this? Then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit again. While he was talking to people who wanted to persecute him, Peter filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people. The word filled was the present tense. It described that Peter was filled at the very moment. Again, we should be filled with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. When I travel on a mission trip, before I witness to somebody, before I teach the Bible to disciple people, or before I run the care group, tell people about Jesus Christ, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to depend on the Holy Spirit in my ministry, in my daily life. Before I perform surgery on my patient, I pray in tongue and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 4, verses 8 to 10 say, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, If we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a cripple, and I ask how we was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. You see, the person who healed this man is the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. The apostle depended on the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can so fill us that we fear absolutely no one. We have boldness like Peter and John. A few weeks before, the same Peter had been a coward in the same city before the same group of people. But the Holy Spirit filled him in the upper room and the Spirit made him so bold to preach the gospel, to heal the sick and to give testimony to those who wanted to persecute him. His closeness to us when we come to Him is so important. We need to be close to God. We need to be close to the Holy Spirit. 
when our fellowship with the Holy Spirit becomes so real, so deep and so close, our words and actions conform to His words and actions. And we can be bold to tell people about Jesus Christ. When He is grieved, we can speak boldly on His behalf. We can feel Him. His feeling will fill our heart. We can feel Him responding to what we have said. We can be so close to Him that we can have the same feeling as He has the feeling. In Acts chapter 5, verses 1 to 5, Now a man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, also sold a piece of property with his wife full knowledge. He kept back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received from the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied to men, but to God. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died, and great fear seized all who heard what had happened. You can see here that Peter was so filled with the Holy Spirit. He was so close to the Holy Spirit. His communion with the Holy Spirit was so deep and so good that he can sense the Holy Spirit on the inside of him, the grief of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit realized that Ananias and Sapphira lied to God. Because Peter was so close to the Holy Spirit, his communion with the Holy Spirit was so deep, he can sense that feeling and that recognition of the Holy Spirit, that knowledge of the Holy Spirit inside him. So he knew that Ananias was lying. You can see, we should live that way. We should be so close to the Holy Spirit that we know everything in his heart, in his mind, and we can feel his feeling as well. John chapter 20, verses 21 to 23 say, Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Peter was so close to the Holy Spirit. And Jesus wants us to be close to the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit. And we can say, God forgive you. When the Holy Spirit tells us in our heart, God forgive you. We say things from the Holy Spirit. We feel things from the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 5, verse 32, we can see that it's so important that we are so close to the Holy Spirit, work with Him, become one with Him, listen to Him, led by Him, and really know His feeling, know His thoughts. In Acts chapter 5, verse 32, the Bible says, We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey Him. You see, see that the Holy Spirit witnessed something, and you witness the same thing. You and the Holy Spirit are so close to each other, become one together. You talk by the Holy Spirit. You see things with your spiritual eyes by the leading of the Holy Spirit. You understand things by the Holy Spirit. You 
really know what's going on by the Holy Spirit, you and the Holy Spirit become one together. The Bible talk about Stephen was filled with the Holy Spirit too. He saw God's glory and spoke boldly for the Lord. In Acts chapter 6, verses 8 to 10, now Stephen, full of grace, divine blessing and favor and power, strength and ability, worked great wonders and signs and miracles among the people. However, some of those who belong to the synagogue of free men, free Jewish slave, as it was called, and of the synagogues of the Cyrenians and of the Alexandrians and of those from Cilicia and the province of Asia arose to debate and dispute with Stephen. But they were not able to resist the intelligence and the wisdom and the inspiration of the Spirit with which and by whom he spoke. You can see that Stephen spoke by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit really helped Stephen in witnessing, in answering people's questions. He was so filled with the Holy Spirit. Stephen depended on the wisdom, the power, and the direction of the Holy Spirit. We should live our life that way. We should be so close to the Holy Spirit and He can give us wisdom. He can really tell us what to say, how to answer questions, how we can witness, how can we help people. Wow, it's so important to commune with the Holy Spirit, to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to walk by the Holy Spirit. And the early church disciples show us the, the great example. We should follow the example. In Acts chapter 6, verse 15, all who were sitting in the Sanhedrin looked intently at Stephen and they saw that his face was like the face of an angel. He was so filled with the Holy Spirit that he shied the glory of the Lord from his face. After you listen to this teaching, I would like to encourage you from now on, you are hungry for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You're thirsty to drink the water from heaven. You live a life surrendered to the Holy Spirit. You commune with the Holy Spirit. You are led by the Holy Spirit. You depend on His power. You depend on His wisdom. We should be conscious about this every day, all the time. In Acts chapter 7, verses 51 to, and verse 55, you stiff-necked people with uncircumcised hearts and ears, you are just like your fathers. You always resist the Holy Spirit. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Again, Stephen is a good example to us. He spoke boldly by the help of the Holy Spirit. He was so filled with the Holy Spirit, he saw the vision of God in heaven and Jesus at the right hand of God. He was so filled with the Holy Spirit when he served the Lord. I read all this scripture to show you that it's so important that we live a life full of the Holy Spirit, yielded to the Holy Spirit, and commune with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes Stephen respond in a loving way, not in a hateful way. Acts chapter 7, verse 60. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. You can see here that the Holy Spirit poured his love into the heart of Stephen. And even though those people 
were stoning him, killing him. But he said, forgive them and help them. If we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we will walk in love and forgiveness. The Spirit mightily transformed Saul and Antichrist into Paul and Apostle. In Acts chapter 9, verses 3 to 6 and verse 17, as he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground. The Holy Spirit touched him now and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. He replied, now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. Then Ananias, in verse 17, went to the house and entered it, placing his hand on Saul. And he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. So God wanted Saul or Paul to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You can see here that all the early church disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit and they served the Lord with the power of the Holy Spirit. We should do the same thing. We should honor the Holy Spirit. We should be hungry for the Holy Spirit. We should welcome the Holy Spirit into the church, into our life, into our ministry, into our daily life. Acts chapter 9, verse 31, Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed time of peace. It was strengthened and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, not by the movie program, not by computer. The church was strengthened and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. It grew in numbers, living in the fear of the Lord. Wow, praise the Lord. I read all this scripture to show you that the early church disciple really depended on the Holy Spirit. In our generation now, I think we are still writing the book of Acts. We should also be hungry for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. We should love to be prayed for, lay hand on, worship God. We should welcome the Holy Spirit into the church meeting. We should also walk in the Spirit every single day. We should listen to His wisdom. We should feel His feelings. We should be led by Him, depend on His power in doing our ministry, in witnessing to other people. My brother and sister, in conclusion in this teaching, I want you to see the early church disciples' lifestyle. And I want to encourage you to live a life filled with the Holy Spirit. May the Lord bless you. I'd like to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, you open heaven over my brothers and sisters. Pour your Holy Spirit on them, Lord. Touch them, fill them, train them how to live life that filled with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Father, I pray, Lord, that you shall, Lord, guide them, help them to commune with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Fill them up. The fire of God come upon them, Lord. Father, if they have not spoken in tongues, Lord, fill them and they shall speak in tongues. They shall live a life just like Stephen, Peter and Paul in the New Testament, Lord. Oh, Father, thank you so much. You love them. 
Pour your Holy Spirit on them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Oh, God bless you. Thank you so much. May the Lord fill you with the Holy Spirit all the days of your life, in Jesus' name. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thankful.